Hello everyone and welcome to the Business of PT podcast. I'll be your host, JT Moore. In this podcast, we will be interviewing successful physical therapists and learning about their stories in the field of PT. We will discuss a variety of topics such as entrepreneurship, careers, and pathways in physical therapy, as well as important characteristics in becoming a great PT. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you liked it, make sure to subscribe to get updates when new podcasts are released. Thanks, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, we have a pleasure of having Juliana Galante with us. Dr. Jules is the founder of Pacer Physical Therapy. Um, Jules has a passion for working with all women, especially those returning to exercise postpartum, women who need support during their pregnancies, and with all runners with running-related injuries or with running programs. Jules, thanks for coming on. Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah. And I'm really going to be able to, we kind of had a little bit of a background. We are able to connect via Jess that we had previously on the podcast. Um, and I would love for you to be able to go ahead and just kind of introduce yourself to the audience and give a little background of yourself. Awesome. Cool. Um, so my name is Juliana Galanti. I've been a physical therapist for the last four years. Um, initially as a new grad, I <clears throat> actually was a travel PT and I did that for two years and it was great to just be able to get experience in different settings. I kind of loved orthopedics, but wanted to make sure that it was like my niche and my thing that I wanted to go into. So doing travel PT definitely um, with the exposure of working in a SNF, acute care, pediatrics, um, and outpatient gave me that opportunity to see like what would be uh, a, like a direction that I wanted to go in. And um, I, it was also great to travel around the country too. Um, and so once I did some travel PT, I wound up in pediatrics in Massachusetts and I started working a lot with moms. Um, at that point, I was working with orthopedics with moms and then a lot with um, babies. And I started to realize like, wow, I like servicing and interacting with moms and hearing kind of what they're going through as a new mom, but also the orthopedic issues that they were having postpartum um, that they just weren't able to take care of. And it kind of led me into women's health. And I started diving in, taking more courses, um, working with more pregnant and postpartum moms. And um, I was really happy with what I was doing in my outpatient job. And then COVID hit. And when COVID hit, I got laid off a hundred physical therapists at my company. And I was like, I always wanted to like do my own thing, like create a company and uh, area where it's a safe place for people where they can have multidisciplinary um, uh, avenues and just be able to come work out and also be able to um, get the help they need for physical therapy. And so Jess reached out to me and was like, hey, I'm doing online business coaching. And I kind of knew, I was like, I don't know how to do this or how to start this. And let's go with the coach. Why not? I didn't have a job. I was like, let's, let's do it. So um, <clears throat> I wound up, the best thing about being a PT is the flexibility at some, in some aspects. So COVID hit, I lost my job, but I was able to take a travel contract at a sniff. Um, and I did that for like 20 hours a week during COVID. Um, the experience was definitely a challenging one, but it was again, another learning experience. And it was good because I was able to make at least some money too and help older population during that challenging time and then build my business. So I was building my business. I decided I wanted to niche down into working with 
um, postpartum moms since I already was getting a lot of that experience and exposure. And I wanted to be able to service them um, through my business and kind of treat them on the timeline that I wanted to treat them. So uh, I officially opened my business in July of 2020. Um, and ever since I've kind of progressed from working it as a side gig to doing it as my full-time job. And it's been, it's been great. I could give more details, but that's, that's the, that's the, that's the gist in the last few years. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, kudos to you. That's super awesome. Like to be able to, I like, I love the entrepreneurial spirit to be able to bet on yourself and to like, you know what? I want to, I've always had this desire. I want to, and, I, and you kind of found your niche after a little bit of time um, and went into that. That's something that was really cool. Actually, we just had graduation last week and I kind of talked about that. It's like, if you haven't, like, if you haven't found your passion, it's okay. Like continue to, to find it. And that's, I kind of wanted to know, did you always know that's the setting that you wanted to, or the niche that you wanted to work with, or did that come over time? Um, and then also on top of that, like, how did you get kind of get into PT to begin with? What was your initial exposure and deciding to enter the profession? Yeah, sure. So I'll start with how I decided to go into it. I feel like most of us, um, we um, have some type of experience with physical therapy. So I was super active child, like playing soccer from like seven years old all the way up. And so I experienced some injuries along the way. Um, my sophomore year of high school, I had a pretty bad um, radial fracture and into my scaphoid as well. So I was in PT for months they were like, oh, you'll never supinate again. And I'm like 15 years old. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, so I was in PT for a really long time. And the physical therapist was like, super motivational. You're going to get back to soccer. You're going to be able to do this. Like, we're going to figure this out. And so after spending some time with her, I was like, wow, this is kind of a cool profession. I was like, I kind of want to learn more about this. Like, can I like shadow you? So um, from 15 years old, I started shadowing her. I, she wound up hiring me as like an admin person who'd like, you know, do, do copy some papers in the office and like whatever, answer some phones. And then um, I started pretty much from 16 on working in PT clinics, like just through high school, I've worked like kind of part-time. And then through college, I did like different shadowing opportunities in a hospital and other things. And right away in college, I kind of was in a pre-PT track and I like just knew, I don't know. And then you go to PT school and you're like, wow, this is a lot of years of school and this is really hard. And I didn't know this is going to be like this. Like, you know, you have your like, kind of like, do I still want to do this? Do I still not want to do this? But I think I kind of always knew I loved exercise, being able to help people being in healthcare because my parents are both in healthcare. It kind of was like the avenue I think I wanted to go. And then as a travel PT, just getting exposures in different settings really helped me decide. Like I always kind of knew, especially during my clinicals in PT school, like I liked outpatient, I liked pediatrics. Um, I thought I liked pediatrics more than I did, but then talking to more of the moms and seeing more of their problems and like them not getting the care that I thought they deserved because they're so focused on the child, um, that made me really want to pivot into women's health and I think you know I love runners like I work with a lot of runners a mom runner is like my ideal client um and I've worked with tons of runners in the past and I ran track in college so like running is always like a big passion of mine so like I kind of just my passions of like what I like and then seeing other people like in the running world and like their goals and like it's just really helped too and I have a certification through you USATF of like a level one coach too. So that, that also, I was like, okay, if I could do running program and coaching and PT, that's what I want my business to be. So that's kind of how I came together to form Pacer Physical Therapy, which is my, my uh, company. 
That is awesome. That's that's really cool that you're able to like kind of just like self-discovered over time. Like you had an idea of initially what it was and then realizing, hey, like there's this other need with the moms and pediatrics that is super valuable and that you really enjoy. And now you've been able to create like a successful company from it. So that's super cool. Um, and I kind of wanted to dive in a little deeper <clears throat> to what you had mentioned of you were in travel PT and you enjoyed that experience. Um, what was that like as a new grad coming out? Um, was it overwhelming? What are some of the pros and cons of a new grad in travel PT? I think the biggest thing is we want mentorship, right? Like even sometimes I'm like, oh, I, do I need mentorship in this thing, right? Like you're like, do I know enough? And I feel like you're always going to feel that way, especially in your first few years. Um, there's always so much to know, right? There's so many different philosophies on how to treat. And I think the biggest thing when going into travel PT is find someone who can help mentor you. Like I've mentored people um, going into travel PT, like, hey, this is the things you need. These are the questions you need to ask recruiters. I have some resources and I'd send it to them. There's resources you could pay for online. There's other resources you could get for free. There's groups you could join on Facebook. And I think the biggest thing is like finding those people who've done it and like reach out to them and be able to get some like insight into what that's like. I really, I did that a lot. Jess was one of the people I reached out to. Kaylee Cole um, is awesome. She's a good friend of mine. She's been doing travel PT for years. I think she's on like almost her 20th contract um, and she loves travel. Um, she was an awesome resource. I met her. We were both working in Massachusetts. We actually like met for lunch and it was just like nice to connect with her too. So the biggest thing as a new grad is um, try to find someone who's done it or a resource out there. Like I said, there's free groups. There's also things that you can pay for for resources that obviously are going to add more value. And then be know that a travel experience is going to be different from a permanent job. I was the only PT on my first assignment for like over 25 miles. And I was like freaking out, like, oh my God, like I'm a new grad. Am I going to be able to do this? <laughs> but then um, I had two PTAs and the PA and the OT who were awesome and like super supportive. Anything I needed help with, they were there for me. And I think the biggest thing is knowing when to ask for help and being open to that and knowing that, you know, this is a learning and growing experience. You might make some mistakes. Hopefully they're not terrible mistakes. And if you really feel unsure about something, being honest with your patient, hey, I'm going to look that up later for you. Or, hey, actually, give me one second. Let me just check in with someone. And having that ability as a new grad um, travel PT is the biggest thing that you want to just be mindful of, that you're learning and growing as you're traveling to and that your, your mentorship is not as direct as if you went into a permanent job. Yeah, that's something that I definitely like like thinking about weighing out all the different pros and like cons of all the different ways I can go with my career right now. Like that's something I thought about travel PT, like, and that'd be a fun one to do, but like, I definitely felt like that. Oh, what happens? Like once if I'm by myself somewhere, I, I, I totally thought that. And like, that's cool that you're able to realize, Hey, I know I can use the resources around me and that it was super successful. Um, and that you're able to find those, those mentors, even though they weren't maybe as direct as a permanent job would be, you're able to find them. They would be, they were able to be such a good value to you. Um, and I, re I really appreciate that you were able to share that with us. Thank you. Um, well, yeah, no oh, problem. Okay. Um, I also wanted to kind of ask a follow-up question um, that you talked about in your introduction. You created Pace for Physical Therapy. Could you tell us a little bit about Pace for PT and kind of you kind of shared a little bit about it. How did you kind of create that with the online platform and things that you mentioned earlier as well? Yeah, sure. So I, like I said, mentorship to start a business was like the biggest thing for me. Like, how do I set up an LLC? Like, 
where do I sell, set up an LLC if I'm an online business? Um, and do I want to just stay an online business or do I want to like do home care, or, like have my own office? Like, what does that look like? So I think a lot of it is, I, I'm a big resource person. I like reading like help books to like understand concepts because I know I don't know everything and especially business. It's like, as a PT, we don't learn anything about that. Um, <clears throat> the biggest thing for me was getting the mentorship, but also getting a great accountant. <clears throat> and then I had a friend who also was starting her own business too. So she was like my accountability buddy because we were doing this as a side gig in the beginning. Um, hey, did you get this done? Oh, after a long day of working 10 hours, seeing X amount of patients, I'm dead. How do I fit this into my schedule and like continue to grow my business? So um, <clears throat> making time for it and being able to like get the help along the way was like the biggest thing for me. And then I really started to like the telehealth flexibility because I have the multiple, I have four licenses still to this day because I treat people in four different states. So being able to give virtual care was like something that was really valuable to me since I knew I could reach more people. And I knew some patients from all over too. Um, so I started Pacer PT as a fully virtual platform. And I was seeing people for fitness services virtually. I was seeing people for physical therapy virtually. Um, and then I started to say like, hey, like I have some people in the Boston area who want to, maybe they weren't seeing me for physical therapy, but now they wanted to do running programming with me. And that's not something that my full-time job was offering. Um, so I'd be like, hey, I have my company. If you want to work with me, we can work together. And we started, I started seeing people in person and doing more like a coaching style. And then, you know, more advertising online, more word of mouth. I was getting like patients, husbands who were coming, who were like, hey, actually, can you help me with this running related injury? And I'm like, sure. And I would go to their house. So now I'm doing in-home physical therapy and fitness and online um, virtual coaching. And um, I have an online course as well that we can talk about later too. And then I do physical therapy uh, virtually as well. So it kind of just like developed. Like I didn't really know the direction it was going to go in, but I do like doing the in-home care, especially for new moms, because then you have kids running around like crazy and you're like, oh, I got to find a babysitter. It's like, I just come to the house during nap time and it's like super easy. So that's, that's awesome that you're able to do that. Thank you. You kind of, like you said, you didn't have a, like a specific of, of what exactly it was going to be, but you're going to let it morph into what it, it is and use all your resources. That's really cool. I, I love that. Could you kind of maybe share some of the resources that you found that were really helpful? And then also you kind of talked about your course. Um, could you like kind of explain a little bit about that? Cause I love like knowing like, hey, PTs, we don't need to just treat patients as a way of income. There's a lot of different ways that we can provide value to people and also provide like a financial gain for us as well. Um, could you kind of elaborate on both of those? Yeah, sure. So um, with the um, mentorship, I Jess Jenny has an online course. If you want to like add it somewhere to your resources. Um, I love Jess. I've known her since the travel PT days. And then I told you like when we, when COVID hit, it kind of came at the exact right time to join her course. So that helped me. Um, I've, I recommend if you want to do, if you want to go into your business, find a someone, whether mine, mine was Jess, but a mentor that can help guide you along the way. I've also worked with Aaron LeBauer. Um, he's a, you know, cash based, cash based physical therapist. He's great. He really helped me like understand like email marketing and the online platforms and like 
how you can really get passive income as a physical therapist from just like niching down to a specific group and being able to target that specific group somehow, whether it's through a course or a podcast or just like online resources, um, like either like YouTube or like different videos and stuff like that. So um, having those mentors and that help was super important to me because I always knew like I want to treat patients and that's like my main thing that I want to do and be a business owner and be able to hire someday. But also like how else can I reach the amount of people I want to reach to really make a difference? Because, you know, women's health and like healthcare for women postpartum is so, it's just not developed right now. And I see the need and I see the women really feeling unsupported. And I wanted to create this supportive community. And I was like, well, how am I going to do this? And more people are open to this virtual platform, but like, how can I do this and really make a community? So I use Kajabi, which is a online platform to help with course creation. You could build your website on there. You could do email marketing on there. They even have coaching on there now too. So it's a really diverse platform. It's a little bit more expensive. So it's the type of thing where you want to sell your course first before you actually start building it, which is what I did. Um, and I, and when I started like selling, uh, advertising about my, this idea of, Hey, I kind of want to make this group that meets and it's postpartum moms. And we take, I take you step-by-step step on how to get back to like higher level exercise, um, higher level, meaning like running, jumping, CrossFit, um, even like mountain biking or snowboarding or skiing, like just something that's just more than just the day to day. Um, and I had a friend of mine who had twins and she was just like really having a tough recovery. I was treating her virtually and she was like, I like need to start paying you. And I have a friend who also wants to like do it with me. Like, what do you think? Like, can we like do this with you? So she actually came to me and was like, let's like, I want you to help us. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. So I started building this course out while I was treating both of them. And it was like treatment, but also exercise based. And each week we would go over, we would meet twice a week and I was making these programs for them to help them. And then it was individual to them, but also like a group thing because there's different things as a new mom that you want to work on regardless. Um, and that's how it kind of, my course got created. It was kind of like, I wasn't expecting to, again, I wasn't expecting to do it. And I realized the um, need for it. And then I started building it out on Kajabi, made tons of different videos. Week one, do this, week two, do that, week three. And we meet as a group. So now I have eight women in it. Um, again, word of mouth, social media is how they found me. And we meet, everyone has like, oh, let's talk about a lesson and a win today. Like, what did you, how did your exercises go? We help keep each other accountable. Um, and everyone, you know, we're now, this is, they're actually graduating a lot of them because they've been with me for 12 weeks, but you know, one woman is not running, but all the other ones are running. And the only one, the woman who's not running is just cause she's like, I want to like really go slow. Like she had a really rough last pregnancy and she's just like holding herself back. I think she can totally run, but it's just great to see that like in these 12 weeks of working together, these women are getting back to doing the things they love. And it's just been like a lot of fun to, to, to do it with them too. It's like, I really enjoy it. So. Yeah. That, that is super cool to be able to help them like 
like help them get back to their passions, the thing that they enjoy. Obviously, it's such a big barrier for them to get back to and to be able to assist them, I'm sure. And it's that niche that you're really passionate about just adds that extra fuel to the fire to like motivate you to like do the very best and provide the best care that you can. I kind of wanted to go a little bit deeper into that um, with creating, and thank you for sharing all those things, um, with creating kind of an online platform what were some of the unexpected barriers that you faced? Obviously, you had a lot of great mentors around you to help you. But what were some of the unexpected barriers that you faced while creating the online business? So, like, again, like mentorship is the, is really important. But also, you need to be mindful. Sometimes you're not ready for the mentorship. Like, sometimes you jump into something too quickly and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, am I ready for this? So that's a thing to keep in mind. A lot of the things that I was getting fed through my mentorship were sometimes things that I'm like pushing myself to get to, but I was like, am I actually ready for it? So I think the big thing is like evaluating where you are in that moment and saying, okay, am I ready to do a Black Friday sale when I'm still building my course and I'm still trying to establish myself as a new business and as a new, as this course that like is valuable for women, but also there's other people who've been doing it, right? So I'm like, okay, where's the, where does my course go around the noise and like shine out and be like, okay, this is something that's going to be valuable for me. Right. So um, I think that that's the biggest thing, like getting your people to like take your course and like getting those beta subjects, getting them to get testimonials so that they can attest to like what you've done um, building the course while you have people enrolled, because there's a lot of time. I spent three and a half months building this course. I would say, Right now, if I were to break down what I do for my business, I see about 15 hours of patients a week and the rest of that time, which is way more than 40 hours a week, just because right now I've just been working a lot. <laughs> um, I've been building my business and building my course. Like some weeks, I remember I was like tracking it. At one, I was like spending like eight hours a day on building my course. It's a lot of time. So if you're building a course and you don't have people enrolled in it, you're not getting paid for that. So the biggest thing is you want to like get people enrolled in your course um, and then be, and just know that like, it's going to take time. And like, the thing is when people are enrolled in it, it kind of gives you that urgency too. Cause you're like, I got to get this stuff done so that I'm providing it for my clients that are in the course. But once it's built, it's built. Right. So my course does have like a self-guided access so people can join it and do it on their own, which, you know, once my course is a hundred percent evergreen, which it almost is, it's like 90%. Um, you know, that's just passive income for me, which will be great. And then the other section is like, you know, full access. So they come they have access to me once a week, which isn't really that much of my time, you know, per month, it's two hours of my time. And then I do spend like an extra half hour. So it's really like two and a half hours of my time per, it's not even per person because it's two hours for the group and then a half hour per person. So it's like, you're really having a course that has a group component to it does help to give you more time back as the business owner. And that was really important to me to make sure that I had the time to build my business, but also to have other clients on the side too, and not spend so much time with each person. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And then still get the same value that they, that they deserve and that they need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that is super cool that you're able to, I mean, yeah, I'm sure like the, and I guess this is another follow-up question I want to ask. Yeah. So you said like get people in, even though it's not completely done, like, is there the hesitancy, hes hesitancy, sorry, um, of, oh, it's not fully complete yet. Like, 
I need to wait till it's done. Did you ever have that fear? Is it like, Hey, I'm going to get this out, get it going and I had to learn on the fly. Like how, how did you kind of balance that line right there? Again, the mentorship, I was, I was in this group with other people doing it and they kind of like gave me confidence to be like, you can do this. Like you know how you already built the, like I already wrote the course out when I was doing it with my friends. It was just building it and like filming the videos and like getting the right angles and like being able to edit the videos, which was so new to me. Like I used to say, but when I first started my business, I'm like, I'm not good at technology. Right now I could say I'm pretty decent. I'm not great. I'm not great by any means, but I'm pretty decent. Like I've developed these skills and it's really like what you want to get out of it. Right. Like you might say, like, I just want to treat patients and I want to have my brick and mortar. And like, I want to be able to be the owner and hire people. That's cool. That's the traditional route. I would say I'm a little bit um, non-traditional in the sense that I have my online stuff and I did have to learn the tech aspect to it. You can follow uh, Kajabi's awesome. It literally talks you through like how to build things. And like, it has all of these different like learning modules for free with it. So like, that was super easy, like, but you got to put time into it. But again, you put the time in once it's built, anyone who comes in after that, it's like, just, you're making money off of it. So I think the biggest thing for me was continue to add value to the people who are in it. What do they want? Listen to what they want, because then you can make modules based off of what they want too. So that was really helpful for me because I had people who were enrolled and a lot of them are like, well, my upper back is like killing me, like, you know, feeding or like just my, how I'm sitting because my core is not strong. Okay. These women want more modules to help with upper back relief. So I'm going to add some of those in there so they, they can go to it and then I could direct them to it. So it was so helpful to help me create content, to have them in it because they definitely helped me like guide me in different things that they were wanting and needing because ultimately make, I want to make the course for them. It's not what I think they need. It's what they need, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, I, I wanted to add another follow-up question to it is what is something that you'd wish you had learned sooner in your career that once you realized that, or once you learned that was such an aha moment or like a light bulb moment for you? Hmm. I've had a lot of aha moments, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, again, like in PT school, like you, you have your foundation, right? And I think, I think the biggest things are being patient with yourself, like, um, and learning that things are going to take time. I think the biggest thing is, I think my aha moment, honestly, is like I started journaling when I quit my job um, in September. I was like, oh, shoot, I just quit my job. What am I? Am I crazy? <laughs> I read I read this book, Crazy as a Compliment. Um, I can't remember the author. I could like let you know after, but uh, it really like opened up my eyes. Like, you know, like you're doing something non-conventional. You're going after your dream and it's scary and you might fail. But like my aha moment was like, take it in this is like what you want and know that you're gonna have these ups and downs and everything's a learning experience but stay flexible with yourself when you're like too rigid with yourself and you're like just oh I need to do this it's like why do you need to do that like can you try something new can you I, I for example 
I had a friend who for the last six months, months, he's like, do I want to do travel? I don't know if I want to do travel. I don't know if I know enough. I want a sports ortho clinic. I want to be in this area. I don't know. And I'm like, dude, put your name in with these recruiters. I know them. I've traveled with them. They'll tell you when this opportunity comes and when it comes, you can decide. So the moment came and he's like, well, I have this job in New York City, which is a great job. I'll get the experience I want. Or I have this travel job. And I'm like, you've been talking to me about travel for the last six months. Like what's holding you back from doing it? We like dove into it. And he was like, I just need to be flexible with myself. I need to try this. I need something new. Let me do it. And he's out there. He's been out there two weeks. And he's like, I'm so happy I did this. Thank you for your support. And I'm like, it's just being flexible with yourself. Like, it's so easy to be hard on yourself as a new grad. Like you need to know everything. You need to be perfect. You need to get everyone better. You need to find a job that's like going to be your job for years or whatever you think. It's like, stay flexible with yourself. I think that's, I don't know if that's an aha moment, but that's my words of wisdom. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. I mean, for me coming right, like, like I'm right in the middle of that right now. I'm trying to figure it all out. And so, yeah, I think I, I appreciate you sharing that. Like, it's definitely something I want to keep in mind because I know I'm going to get frustrated. I know I'm going to like be hard on myself, like for different things, but to realize, Hey, be flexible. It's okay. It's like a learning experience. Like there's so much more time to learn and gain knowledge, but as long as I'm motivated and do that, like I'll, I'll get to where I want to get. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so as, as far as like other things, are there any other additional information or words of advice, kind of like you already shared, um, like with that one, but is there any other additional information that you would really like to share with the audience to say, Hey, these are some things that really helped me out, um, in, in my career so far. And you'd love to kind of share that with everybody. Sure. Um, so a few things, I mean, I think the biggest thing is if you feel like you're like, Hey, I want to try home health, try it. Like, try it. And if you're like, eh, it wasn't for me, don't be afraid to be like, I'm going to go into pediatrics now. And I think the biggest thing is like, you're going to try it and you might not like it. And you might be like, wow, this is like, not what I expected. Or you might be like, wow, this is, I didn't think I'd actually feel this way about like, be, I have a friend who's in wound care and she wanted to do outpatient ortho. Like, you know, the best part about our profession is you have, it's so random, right? Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was like, the best part about our profession is like, you can work in so many different settings with so many people. And I think like, we're so undervalued in our healthcare system for pay, you know, Medicare is cutting us another 15% this year. It's just like, you, you recognize that your value is really important. And like you finding what you like is going to take time. And if you're like, hey, the insurance model is just not for me, pivot into cash and don't look back and be confident with what you feel and know that you're going to give good value. And I'll, I'll never, I'll never take insurance. I'll tell you that I'll never take insurance. I can give way better care for people. And I provide out of network um, billing. Like I give them the super bill and they can submit it to their insurance. And like, if they get reimbursed, I'm like, yes good for you guys. But I'm like, I just don't want to deal with insurance. And like, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I appreciate you sharing those things. And yeah, I think it's definitely like trying, 
you don't know what you don't know. So if you feel, I, I think it's something I definitely want to try. It's like, if I'm, if I'm interested in that, try it out and either confirm or deny it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, hey this is something I really like. want to continue pursuing into it or not. So thank you for sharing those things. Um, and then Yeah, just, totally. Yeah, and then just before wrapping up, um, obviously, Eric, really grateful for you to be able to come on and share your story with everybody. Um, if someone's interested in talking more with you, um, what would be the best way to contact you? Yeah, sure. You could reach out to me um, via email um, if you want to like add that um, somewhere. But yeah, totally. Email is the best way. Um, I've jumped on a bunch of calls with people just to like give some advice for travel or even like starting a business. I'm still um, growing, right? I would love to be able to hire in the next six months. I'm able to pay myself where I am right now in my small business. Um, but it's just, I'm still there with you. So just know that the, the, the step of quitting your job and the step of becoming a business owner is super scary, but taking the leap and just believing in yourself and finding those people around you to really help keep giving you confidence along the way is like the biggest thing. So definitely feel free to reach out if you have any questions, if you feel like you're lost and you don't know where to start. Um, because I felt that way too. And I know how you feel. So um, don't hesitate to reach out. Perfect. And thank you so much, Jules. Yeah, it's something that I think being able to have people that have been in similar experiences is so valuable. And I want to thank you again for, for coming on and sharing your story. Um, I know it's definitely a way that I think a lot of people are finding that we can be successful in PT and like a, a non-traditional route, you kind of say, but it's super valuable and you can find those people that are, are looking for those services that you provide. So again, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You got it. Have a good one. All right. You too. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast. I hope you liked that episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe and also leave a review. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time.